You are Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily fantasy baseball podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, I'm Scott Cullen, and welcome to Locked On Fantasy Baseball on the Locked On Podcast Network. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. In today's episode, got some weekend takeaways, we'll dig deep on the waiver wire, lots of injury updates, matchups, and DFS value plays uh, for Monday. But first, Albert Pujols has signed with the Dodgers, didn't have to move very far uh, after he was let go by the Angels. And, you know, when we talked about uh, Pujols, uh, when he was designated for assignment by the Angels in the first place, uh, his his current performance is not great. Uh, obviously, uh, a first ballot Hall of Famer, outstanding career, but you know age catches up with everyone, and it appears to have uh, caught up with Albert Pujols. Now, what what will he offer uh, the Dodgers? Uh, are they going to be able to play him regularly at first base? Uh, if they do, does that mean Max Muncy have to has to move off first base? Uh, and you know maybe in the short term with Corey Seager out. Uh, they'll move Muncy to second. Don't know uh, how that's all going to play. And, and really, the Dodgers tend to uh, have a few guys who they move around to a lot of positions, but Muncy's capable of playing multiple positions. So is Chris Taylor. Uh, Matt Beattie, uh, who's uh, been a pretty useful player for them lately too. Uh, but Pujols is not. He's a guy who can play first base and DH. Uh, and so we, we will see... Uh, how much of an impact he has with the Dodgers, I'm still not racing out to grab him, uh, really. His his production over the last four years or so uh, has pretty much precluded him from having a whole lot of fantasy value. Well, let's take a look uh, at weekend takeaways. And we'll start with Yankees uh, right fielder Aaron Judge uh, is uh, in fine form. He had four home runs, five RBI, six runs scored, and was six for ten uh, at the plate on the weekend. He's up to 12 home runs on the season now, hitting 298 with a... 1,009 OPS, uh, and this is you know what you really hope for if you're a Yankees fan out of Aaron Judge, uh, because when he's healthy, when he is uh, performing, then he's like a star, one of the top handful of stars in the game. The challenge for him in the past few years has been staying healthy, uh, but Judge right now uh, is uh, leading the Yankees offense. Uh, St. Louis third baseman, Nolan Arenado, uh, he hit three home runs over the weekend, was 6-for-12 at the plate, had four RBIs. His batting average is up to 300. He's got a 915 OPS with nine home runs. I would say at this point this is a little bit better uh, than I was expecting of Arenado uh, moving from uh, Colorado to St. Louis. Part of the uh, expectation I had coming into the season was that uh, Arenado's uh, OPS away from Coors uh, was something like 793, which is fine. It's pretty good, uh, but not near what, near what it was in Coors. Uh, and so I expected uh, there to be some effect on, on Arenado. And the fact that he's slugging 915 right now, uh, th- that hasn't been uh, a real factor for him so far. Uh, Toronto Blue Jays first baseman, Vlad Guerrero Jr. He also had three home runs over the weekend. He was 5 for 11 at the plate, scored four runs, drove in four runs. Uh, he has 11 home runs on the season, hitting 319 with a 1049 OPS. Uh, I've mentioned several times already this year, uh, this is the Vlad Guerrero Jr. that we were promised uh, when he uh, came up uh, out of the minor leagues. And it's just taken some time to get there, but it, it appears that Vladdy is uh, is locked in now. 
Uh, Arizona infielder Eduardo Escobar uh, had a couple of home runs on the weekend. Also drove in eight runs. He was four for 12 at the plate. Uh, now, having said that, he's still only hitting 214 on the season with a 707 OPS. Uh, but Escobar does have nine home runs and 27 RBIs. So that there is some fantasy value there, but there are also some trade-offs. Uh, most notably that you're giving up uh, something in the batting average uh, realm while, he, while Escobar hits 214. Uh, now, uh, some hitters uh, who that maybe struggled a bit uh, over the weekend. And we'll uh, start with Milwaukee left fielder Tyrone Taylor, uh, who was 0 for 9 at the plate. Uh, and that uh, he's getting an opportunity, right, to play with, uh, with Christian Yelich out. Uh, but that 0 for 9 has dropped Taylor down to a 212 batting average, 695 OPS. Uh, he has three home runs, 10 RBIs, and only four runs scored uh, in 27 games uh, for the Brewers this year. Uh, but, you know, there's a real opportunity for him uh, while he's getting regular at bats, you know, maybe to, to pressure uh, the Brewers and, and show that he can be more than a part time player. Uh, coming out of this weekend, uh, I don't think they've been convinced. Uh, Miami first baseman Jesus Aguiar. Uh, he, he too was 0 for 9 on the weekend. And still, Aguiar is hitting 282 with a 916 OPS, has nine home runs, 32 RBIs uh, on the season. I think uh, in, in Aguiar's case, he has built up uh, plenty of, of goodwill uh, with his performance for the Marlins so far that uh, you don't need to get terribly worried about his 0 for 9 weekend. Uh, but uh, he, he had been on a pretty good run uh, before that. Uh, Oakland. Uh, second baseman and, and over the weekend on DH uh, in, for a game, uh, Jed Lowry was 0 for 10. Uh, drops his average to 250. He's only got a 711 OPS. Uh, now Lowry, he's playing regularly enough, so he's contributing. He only has three home runs, but 23 RBIs, 17 runs scored. Uh, there's sort of you know deep league middle infield value uh, to Lowry. Uh, not hugely appealing, but uh, not zero appeal either. Uh, for Washington, third baseman Starling Castro was 0 for 14. Uh, at the plate on the weekend, and still he's hitting 277. So, you know, the, he had built up a little bit of uh, a little bit of room there. Uh, and now, his overall performance is not great. His OPS is 689. He only has one home run, 16 RBIs, and only seven runs scored. So, uh, Castro is sort of a fringe fantasy uh, player uh, anyway. Uh, but coming off an over 14 weekend, you can probably uh, expect him to be on the waiver wire in more spots. Uh, and over the weekend, we had a couple of players, three players, in fact, who, who swiped a couple of bases. There's Victor Robles uh, from Washington, who has four stolen bases so far. That still seems a little low for him. Uh, Dylan Moore in Seattle, who now has eight stolen bases. Uh, him, he's still finding ways to contribute for fantasy, even though he's not hitting. Uh, and Nicky Lopez uh, for Kansas City, the middle infielder. Uh, he's up to four stolen bases on the season. Lopez is pretty low-end fantasy value, but if he does end up you know, getting himself into the range of 15 to 20 stolen bases, maybe uh, there, there could be some appeal there. Stonks, memes, rocket ships, day trading can be a lot of fun, but if you want to grow your long-term wealth and make it to the moon, you should open up a Wealthfront investment account today. Decades of data show that investors that trade individual stocks underperform the market every year. In fact, only 1% of day traders beat the market. The odds are not in your favor if you're doing it alone, so team up with Wealthfront instead. Investing can be complicated, but whether you're a beginner or you've been investing for years, Wealthfront makes it easy. They have the right tools for every portfolio. Wealthfront can create a portfolio of globally diversified, low-cost index funds personalized just for you in minutes. No manual trades, no picking stocks, no watching the stock market every day. They automatically handle all the investing based on preferences you control. Wealthfront can even help you lower the taxes you pay as you invest. For the average client, 
their tax loss harvesting can more than cover the low annual 0.25% advisory fee. Best of all, it's automatic. Wealthfront is trusted with over $20 billion of assets, and you can get your first $5,000 managed for free by going to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. All you need is $500 to get started. Grow your wealth the easy way and let Wealthfront do the work for you. To get your first $5,000 managed for free for life, go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB. That's W-E-A-L-T-H-F-R-O-N-T dot com slash LockedOnMLB to start growing your savings. Go to Wealthfront.com slash LockedOnMLB and get started today. Locker Room is the first social audio platform made for sports fans. The app is free to download, and once you're in, you get to talk with fans, athletes, and insiders in real time about your favorite team or sport. Locker Room is the perfect place to start or join conversations about Major League Baseball. You'll find fans just like you on Locker Room for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course, reacting to big news or rumors. You can even find locked-on hosts across the NBA, Major League Baseball, and National Hockey League. Go download the free Locker Room app now, currently available on all iOS devices. Be sure to create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the Major League Baseball group for the latest league updates. I know you'll find a ton of incredible rooms around your favorite teams and leagues. Download the Locker Room app today. Locker Room, changing the way we talk sports. So continuing with some weekend takeaways, let's look at the pitchers uh, who, who stood out uh, over the weekend, and we'll go with San Francisco's Kevin Gosman. Uh, went eight innings, gave up five hits, no walks, one earned run, struck out 12 uh, in Friday's 3-2 loss at Pittsburgh. Gosman has uh, become one of the top starters uh, in the game uh, so far this season. In, in eight starts, he has a 1.84 ERA, 0.84 whip, 9.9 strikeouts per nine. Uh, just been fantastic fantastic performance for the Giants, fantastic value uh, for people who uh, either, either drafted him or picked him up early on waivers. Uh, the Dodgers' Trevor Bauer. Uh, in Saturday's 7-0 win against Miami, went seven innings. He had just two hits, no walks, no runs, struck out 10. Bauer now is a 2.20 ERA, 0.75 whip, and 12.1 strikeouts per nine. He's, he's not that far off uh, of last year's Cy Young performance. Uh, Chicago Cubs, uh, Kyle Hendricks. Uh, in Sunday's 5-1 win against Detroit, Hendricks went eight innings, scattered eight hits, no walks, gave up one earned run, and struck out eight. Uh, it's been a pretty rough go uh, for Hendricks so far this season. Uh, in eight starts, even after uh, that, that quality start on Sunday, has a 5.27 ERA and a 1.55 whip. Uh, he has eight strikeouts per nine, which is not unusual. He, he's not a really high strikeout pitcher, uh, but the ERA and whip are still uh, much higher uh, than is typical for Hendricks. Uh, Milwaukee's Freddie Peralta uh, in Sunday's 10-9 win against Atlanta. Uh, believe it or not, there was a great pitching performance. Peralta went six innings, gave up two hits, one walk, no runs, struck out eight. He's, he's been... Uh, relentless, really, uh, for Milwaukee, and you know the the talk in Milwaukee is uh, often about uh, Woodruff and Burns at the top of their rotation. While Peralta is forcing his way into that conversation too, he has a 2.40 ERA, 0.89 WHIP, 13.8 strikeouts per nine, uh, a ton to like uh, about what he's doing. Uh, and one more pitcher who who's you know moving up here is San Francisco's Alex Wood. Uh, Sunday had a 4-1 win against Pittsburgh, and uh, obviously there's something to be said about going against Pittsburgh. Uh, but Wood went six innings, gave up eight hits and a walk, allowed one earned run, struck out six. Now in six starts, Wood has a 1.75 ERA, 0.94 whip, and 8.8 strikeouts per nine. Yes, you can't start against Pittsburgh Pirates every day, uh, but uh, Alex Wood is uh, delivering some pretty quality results uh, for those who picked him up. Uh, off waivers. Now, uh, some pitchers who might be headed the other way. 
Uh, we'll start with St. Louis uh, veteran Adam Wainwright. Saturday's 13-3 loss to San Diego. Wainwright only lasted four innings. He gave up eight hits, three walks, six earned runs, including three home runs uh, against the Padres. And Wainwright's ERA is up to 4.63. The whip of 1.35 is still a little high, and 8.5 strikeouts per nine is, is actually not bad. Uh, but uh, Wainwright is sort of a, a fringy fantasy uh, performer for the most part at this stage of his career. Now, last season was uh, better than that, but it also might be a bit of an aberration. Uh, so... Uh, I, I would be kind of comfortable leaving Wainwright on the waiver wire for the time being to see whether or not he can right the ship uh, and get back on track. Now, for the New York Mets, Marcus Stroman uh, struggled, struggled in Sunday's loss at Tampa Bay. He went six innings, gave up six hits, one walk, five earned runs, uh, including three home runs, only striking out one uh, in a 7-1 loss to the Rays. And now, even after that tough start, Stroman has a 2.72 ERA, 1.04 whip, uh, and only 6.8 strikeouts per nine in eight starts. So the, the strikeout rate isn't good, uh, but the ERA and whip, uh, that'll definitely play. Uh, Minnesota's Matt Shoemaker uh, got thumped in Friday's loss uh, to Oakland. Went six innings ago, five hits, two walks, five earned runs, including three home runs, striking out four. Shoemaker's had a hard time keeping the ball in the park this year, and in seven starts has a 6.62 ERA, 1.44 whip. Uh, now, there isn't real value to, uh, to Matt Shoemaker in fantasy, aside from... Uh, being able to target him uh, when uh, you have you know a streaming option or an opportunity to go against uh, Matt Shoemaker, he he appears to be uh, a, a pitcher you would like to have your your guys going against. Uh, Toronto's Robbie Ray, uh, who's been a, a pleasant surprise so far this season, had a bit of a, a tough game in Sunday's 10-8 win against Philadelphia. He went five and two thirds, gave up seven hits, one walk, four earned runs, including three home runs, uh, but he also struck out nine. And we know that uh, Ray can still miss bats. That's uh, a given. Uh, but through seven starts, he has a 3.79 ERA and a 1.14 whip. The 10.7 strikeouts per nine is a little lower than uh, than usual, but it's still pretty good. Uh, the The difference so far for Ray this year is he got 2.2 walks per nine. He, he was up uh, over seven walks per nine last season. Uh, so that improved control makes a, a massive difference in, in his value. Uh, so much so that even after this... Uh, you know, tough start on Sunday. Uh, his overall numbers are still pretty good. Uh, and one more pitcher, uh, we'll go with the Angels' Dylan Bundy, who continues to struggle uh, out of the gate here. Uh, in, in Saturday's 9 nothing loss at Boston, he went four innings, gave up eight hits, two walks, seven earned runs, including a couple of home runs, uh, and uh, struck out three uh, in that loss. Uh, Bundy's ERA has jumped all the way up to 6.02. He has a 1.27 whip, which is you know, much more respectable uh, and, and probably gives you an indication that the 6.02 ERA is not for real. Like that's that's uh, un, unlucky uh, to be that high. Uh, and he has 9.6 strikeouts per nine uh, in eight starts. So uh, I would, I, I if you have Bundy, uh, I, I can't necessarily say oh you must keep him. Uh, but I also wouldn't be trading him away for Magic Beans either because uh, I do think he he's likely to turn this around uh he he can't uh, continue uh, running an era over six when uh, his whip is 1.27 uh so uh now every episode i offer up one player that is rostered in just uh in less than 10 percent of yahoo leagues uh, and maybe it's somebody you need to rush out to the waiver wire to beat the competition or somebody that you can kind of put on your radar and be ready to pounce when the time is right uh, today we're going to go with colorado first baseman and outfielder connor joe uh, was a first-round pick of the Pirates in 2014. 
and got a cup of coffee with San Francisco in 2019. Didn't show a whole lot. Uh, but in 10 games for the Rockies so far, uh, Joe's hitting 345 with a 948 OPS. Uh, and uh, he, he has been able to hit at AAA. Uh, so now is, I guess, the opportunity to find out whether he can do it in the major leagues. Uh, if you need somebody to fill in at, at a corner infield spot or a, a depth outfield spot, uh, maybe uh, keep an eye on Connor Joe, who is rostered in just 1% of Yahoo Leagues. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device. Check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use promo code LOCKEDON at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Okay, before we get into uh, Monday's matchups and, and DFS plays, uh, let's roll through the injury updates coming out of the weekend. And uh, it's a pretty pretty long list. Uh, we'll start with Dodger shortstop Corey Seager, who's out till mid-June with a broken hand. Uh, not great. Uh, Gavin Lux uh, has moved over to shortstop. Sheldon Noisy uh, in at second base uh, for the... Dodgers, but as Chris Taylor uh, is also in that mix when he's healthy, uh, as we talked about off the top though, uh, maybe Max Muncy is going to end up seeing some time uh, at second too. Uh, Dodgers outfielder AJ Pollock uh, is likely out until early June with a hamstring injury. Uh, Matt Beattie, who'd been playing at first base, uh, has shifted over to left field uh, to cover there. Uh, Yankees DH Giancarlo Stanton on the 10-day injured list with a quad strain. (laughs) <laughs> you know, when, when he missed his first game the, uh, the other night, uh, I kind of said, don't worry about, you know, one game. But when it starts adding up to two, three or four, uh, then then we'll know we're in trouble. And that's where we are with Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, and thing is, you've been hitting so well, uh, but you're basically walking a high wire uh, with Giancarlo Stanton at this point is that, yes, he, he might hit really well, but uh, at a moment's notice, uh, he, he'll hit the DL. And so that's that's where he is right now. Uh, the Yankees will, will surely survive in the meantime, but uh, that's a big bat to take out of the lineup. Uh, Arizona starting pitcher Luke Weaver left his Sunday start after just four innings with shoulder trouble. Uh, not great for Arizona, considering they've already got Zach Gallen uh, on the injured list. Uh, Arizona catcher Carson Kelly is on the 10-day injured list with a broken toe. Uh, Stephen Vogt may get most of the reps uh, at catcher there, but Dalton Varsho uh, will get some too. Uh, that opens uh, the potential... Uh, fantasy value for Varsho uh, because he, he's going to mostly play outfield, but if he does play enough at catcher to qualify, uh, then uh, you're you're really looking uh, at so, some possible value at a position where, you know, there aren't a ton of great hitters. Uh, Colorado right fielder Charlie Blackman is day-to-day with a groin injury. Uh, Jonathan Daza has been playing right field for the past couple of days for, for Colorado. Daza's hitting pretty well lately. Uh, Detroit's third baseman, Yimer Candelario, uh, is day-to-day with a knee injury, with Harold Castro uh, moving in at the hot corner for Detroit. Kansas City catcher Salvador Perez, day-to-day with a groin injury. Uh, Cam Gallagher can play uh, if Perez needs rest. Uh, for the Mets, got Jeff McNeil uh, heading to the DL with a hamstring injury. Jose Peraza uh, is playing second base in the meantime. Uh, Michael Conforto also looks like he's uh, headed to the D- uh, injured list with a hamstring injury. Uh, maybe a pro- uh, an opportunity here for prospect Khalil Lee. 
uh, who, who may get a shot uh, there with the Mets. Uh, Cincinnati infielder Mike Moustakas uh, has a heel injury right now. Uh, Phillies catcher JT Real Muto is day-to-day with a wrist injury. Uh, and the, the, now that's not the end of the world, except that backup catcher Andrew Knapp is also day-to-day with tightness in his side. Now that leaves Raphael Marchand as the next catcher up for the Phillies. You know, maybe not uh, ideal fantasy value when you're down to catcher number three. Phillies right fielder Bryce Harper, day-to-day with a shoulder injury. Uh, Scott Kingery and Brad Miller are options uh, for any time that Harper misses. Uh, Minnesota fielder Max Kepler, day-to-day with a strained hamstring. Uh, they've got Rob Refsnyder, Kyle Garlick, or a couple of players who might see more playing time as a result. Uh, neither of them terribly appealing. Uh, Minnesota catcher Williams Estadio is day-to-day with a hand injury. Uh, now they have Mitch Garver. Uh, still available uh, to catch, but uh, Ben Rotveit uh, <laughs> has stepped in when uh, Astudio was hurt on the weekend. Uh, for St. Louis, uh, Tyler O'Neill uh, left Sunday's game with a hand-finger injury, suffered sliding uh, uh, into the base, and so Lane Thomas and Justin Williams are, are options there uh, in left field for St. Louis while O'Neill's out. Uh, Angels second baseman David Fletcher is day-to-day with a groin injury. Uh, Jose Rojas can, can be a short-term fill-in there. Uh, A's DH Mitch Moreland has a hip injury. Uh, and uh, Seth Brown and Jed Lowry of DH in the past couple of days. Uh, Moreland is, is, in terms of value, he's very specific to value against right-handed pitching. Uh, so, you know, maybe Seth Brown is is the, the natural one to to get those at-bats. Uh, and finally, Pittsburgh catcher Jacob Stallings, day-to-day with a quad injury. Uh, Michael Perez, uh, is in at catcher there uh, while, while Stallings is out. Uh, so now let's take a look uh, at some matchups for Monday. Uh, it's only a nine-game schedule. Um, first up, uh, I don't mind Seattle uh, with Yusei Kikuchi, minus 155, uh, which is a bit, bit more of a premium than I like to pay, but at home against Detroit and Casey Mize, uh, obviously not a lot to love about Detroit, and Kikuchi, uh, for the most part, has been pretty pretty quality starter this year. Uh, Cleveland with Sam Henches uh, on the mound is plus 126 uh, at the Angels with Patrick Sandoval. Uh, I, I don't much trust Sandoval enough to take uh, the Angels as favorites, uh, and Henches is you know a little bit promising uh, in that Cleveland rotation, so getting him at plus 126 is is worth a look. Uh, in Arizona is Madison Bumgarner plus 176 at the Dodgers and Walker Bueller. Uh, as I've said, the Dodgers lineup is a little bit depleted by injuries. Uh, and while Bueller has been pitching well lately, so too is Bumgarner. Uh, and, you know, Bumgarner got rocked in his first three starts of the year, and considering how terrible he was last year, uh, it looked like uh, the, <laughs> he might be finished. Uh, but he has really turned it around. His last five starts, he's been uh, really good. And so getting him as uh, that big an underdog uh, is w- worth, a, worth your consideration. Uh, now, uh, thanks to betonline.ag for those odds, let's uh, slide over and grab a few DFS value plays for Monday. Uh, Colorado's uh, John Gray on the mound is $7,500 at San Diego. Uh, now, he's been better at home, strangely enough, for a Colorado pitcher, uh, but does have a 2.93 ERA, 1.18 whip uh, so far this season. Um, that's uh, certainly worth worth a look at a, at a reasonable price. Uh, Colorado third baseman Josh Fuentes uh, is just $2,500 uh, at San Diego. And San, now, part of that is San Diego's got you Darvish on the mound. Uh, but in his past five games, Fuentes is 11 for 22 with 13 RBIs. Uh, that's pretty pretty hot bat uh, to grab for $2,500. Uh, Arizona, shortstop and outfield eligible, Josh Rojas is $3,600 uh, at the Dodgers and, and Walker Bueller. In his past 15 games, Rojas hitting 379 with a 1099 OPS. Uh, Seattle outfielder Jared Kelenic uh, called up 
uh, late last week. He's only $3,000 against uh, Detroit and Casey Mize. Now, Kellenick uh, has been over in three of his four games, uh, but in the one game that he did hit, hit a home run and two doubles. Uh, so uh, there, there's definitely upside there uh, in going against Mize. Seems like a reasonable enough matchup to, to play. Uh, and then uh, staying in Seattle, second baseman and outfield eligible, Dylan Moore is only $2,800 against Detroit and uh, Casey Mize. Now, big reason for that is that Moore is hitting all of 172 uh, for the season. But uh, in his past nine games, is hitting 290 with a 1030 OPS. And he has power and he has speed. Uh, so Dylan Moore uh, can give you some value if, if you can just manage to, <laughs> to hit the ball a little bit. Uh, that'll do it for today. Enjoy the games. I'll be back uh, tomorrow with top 20 hitters, top 10 pitchers uh, over the past month. Uh, check out Locked On Fantasy Hockey, too, as playoffs are here. We're having lots of fun that, with that. Uh, maybe drop in a five-star rating on iTunes. Uh, check it out on Stitcher, Spotify, Odyssey, wherever you get your podcast. Stay locked in with Locked On Fantasy Baseball, your daily source for fantasy news and analysis. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.